your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everyone. This is The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network, and my name is Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we're here for a troublesome Tuesday here <laughs> oh, in October. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all Tuesdays are trouble in October. I think so. Correct. <laughs> it's troublesome because that goes with our topic today that we'll talk about in a minute. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, yeah, troublesome is a good word for it October, is. period. It you is, because there's lots of trouble that happens in October when it comes to the paranormal. So, absolutely, absolutely, and the some of it is, is so different. Uh, yeah, some people really enjoy it being a little bit mm-hmm. off balance, you know, doing mm-hmm. the haunted hay rides and the haunted houses, and mm-hmm. that can bring all of its own kind of trouble and yeah, spookiness. Absolutely. So, absolutely, and you know, the full moon was full for two nights in a row. They called it the double full moon this month. It was which beautiful. Was, well, it was beautiful. It was yeah. even this morning when I took Melly for a walk. It was just wow. She was right there and just. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. So we saw the moon. We were leaving from a clearing yesterday, and we saw the moon as we were. Was it yesterday? No, uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. We were leaving, and it the moon was just coming up over the horizon. It was huge. huge. It yeah. was beautiful, and it was kind of red color, and mm-hmm. it just it was amazing. It's one of those that I was driving, and I. I had to pay attention because I wanted to just look at the moon. Stare. You can't do that mm-hmm. when you're driving. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. No, I know. It was just beautiful this month. And it's the it's the hunter's moon, right? So when is the harvest moon? Was that in September? Yeah, I think it was either August or September. Okay. I'd have to okay. look it up. So this is the hunter's moon this time. So I don't know what it is next month. But yeah, it was, it was gorgeous. And... Um, it's very unusual for it to be full for that long, you know, so it was like two, it was full for two full nights, you know, great. It was. And the light. Wow. It's so amazing. You know, it really is. Yeah. When I go out for my night walks in, mm -hmm. uh, so I'll go out after we're done here. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice and dark out. And with this kind of moon, you do not need a flashlight. It is very cool. Although I do bring one anyway, because I'm looking for eye shine. Yeah. Because there's, there's, beasts out here mm-hmm. afoot and so mm-hmm. I want to make sure my dogs are safe but well, yeah. you don't need it you know with 
all the moonlight. It's amazing. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. With your little dogs, you got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'd be worried about Millie too, to be honest. You well, know? yeah. But my little dogs are like a little snack pack. So. Oh, I know it. I know it. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've had a lot of, um, I haven't necessarily seen them or heard them, but boy, I, I know they're around. Other people have told me, and I know right over in my favorite little park, um, which is just a block away, there's been, I've found all kinds of scat, so they are everywhere, you know, so yep. it's quite amazing, actually. So, anyway. So, yes, so... Here we are. This is the second. Is this the second or the third Tuesday? Second Tuesday, because last week we had Panorama yep. Smorgasbord. That's right. Okay. Second Tuesday of October. It's hard to keep track in October. There's so much I going know. on. I know. Exactly. Yeah. I am just so stressed. <laughs> Can I just say so stressed? But it's good. It's all good. This is how it is in the fall, right? It is. So. And we enjoy it, and it's fun, and, you know, it's fabulous. Yeah. What have you been working on? Well, we've been putting together a big event that's happening this weekend out in Faribault. Um, so there's two investigations and then the big para, a big um, para connection. Um, so it's going to be super fun, but it's, it's so much work. You know, it's just so much work. And we have a whole team. But, I, you know, I have a lot. I have more. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but, um, so yeah, but it'll be fantastic. Let me tell you, we're just, we're just going to have a super good time. So I've been doing that. I did go get out for a couple of super long walks with a couple of friends this weekend, different friends on different walks, which was super cool. I met Carrie, um, Saturday morning at seven 30 out at the Blaine sanctuary, which is so pretty out there. I've, you know, I must have driven by that place a thousand times and never knew it was there. And Carrie has been there and she said, stop, we got to go. Let's just meet there. And I'm like, okay. So 7.30, it was the sun had just risen. It was just gorgeous, you know, in the wetlands, you know. So pretty, pretty, pretty. But yeah, so a lot of walking the last few days, which is fantastic, you know, because we need that exercise. And now that it's cool outside, Wow, I can go for miles, you know, unlike in the summertime when it's so hot, I can barely get down the road. <laughs> so how about you? Yeah, same. It's been crazy. We were up north this weekend up by the Grand Rapids area. I was teaching a paranormal investigating class, and it was the first time I had been up there to teach. They asked me to teach a class up there and I was thinking, yeah, of course, because anytime I can get into locations that I haven't been before, I would like to do that. So I said yes to teaching and it was so much fun. The class, whoa, I'm adjusting my chair here. The class was <laughs> full and it was, they had a couple of people on the wait list, you know, and then they call, you know, can we add one more? There's one person on the wait list. I'm like, sure. And then they call, can we add one more? There's only one person on the wait list. Well, they did that three times. So we ended up having like a, uh, almost 30 people in the class. Mm -hmm. And it, then there was still more. And I thought, well, we can't get so big because we're going to do a investigation at the end and that's going to be hard to divide mm -hmm. and, you know, get people out there. Mm -hmm. So that was fun, and we got the okay to get into a building that we wanted to get into up there for our 102 class. So that's just investigating. So we're going to go up in a, a little over a month, 
and do a 102 class up there. And after this 101 class, everybody in the class was just like, where's the link? Where's the link? I'm like, oh, they don't have it yet. So just keep watching for it mm-hmm. because it was so much fun. Um, and it was really, really active. We actually, we were in an old school and in, so we had a handful of people in our class and we didn't, we didn't have any of the guys in our class. So I like to keep men and women separate if it helps, you know, and Tim leads a group and I lead a group. So then try and get the guys to go on Tim's team. So then we have the guys on one team and then we can have a women's team mm-hmm. because sometimes that makes a difference. Sometimes I you know, spirits so don't want to talk to women or they don't want to mm-hmm. talk to men. Right. I agree. So it's, you know, it's nice to divide it up. So anyway, our team was just women. We ended up in the pool area, which it was, it was neat because they had a a big swimming pool, but then the seating was up above. So you're watching Mm -hmm. the pool from down below. So Mm -hmm. that was really cool because you don't always see it like that when you go to schools and stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I think it's a space saving thing because they didn't have a lot of room for a pool, I guess, but it was kind of weird in there. Right. And they had said like, Hey, go investigate the pool. Cause that's, there's some weird energy in there. Well, we ended up, I didn't get the communication. It was actually through a young gal in our group uh, who I gave, you know, equipment out to everybody to use. And they went through her equipment that she was working with. And we ended up talking to a guy that went to school there. He graduated in the 80s. And, um, you know, he he liked the pool and the activities with the pool. And um, he wasn't a, a fan of school necessarily in general, but um, yeah, so it was it was neat to have some kind of communication that felt, mm-hmm. I mean, it really was answering our questions and using two different melmeters to answer questions. One would move for yes and one would move for no. So that was, that was kind of fun. And every, I mean, she was just like, oh my gosh, this is happening to me. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't have to happen to me. I don't right. have to be the one that talks to spirit. It could be someone else. It's like whoever yep. resonates with this spirit, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that was, it was fun. And so people had a good time. And so we're looking forward to going back. Although, of course, I'm busy, so I can't get back there until the beginning of December. But um, because next, this coming weekend, I'll be teaching Reiki again. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. all the Halloween festivities Mm -hmm. start rolling in after that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just busy, but fun. And got another investigation coming up Halloween weekend Mm -hmm. and seance and Halloween Mm -hmm. open house and just crazy Mm -hmm. fun. Lots of fun. I know. It is fun. It is fun for sure. But yeah, lots of work though. You know, that's why we all say, wow, after the Halloween season, we need to have, you know, some time off. (laughs) Yeah. Try and take, I'm going to try and take some time off after this is all said and done because, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot going on right now where people Mm -hmm. are like, can I get in right now? You know, the energies are kind of wild and woolly right now. And Mm -hmm. You've got the full moon and Halloween and just mm-hmm. the, it's getting dark out and mm-hmm. I think people are just feeling it. And so oh, yeah. I'm getting a lot of like, can you see me now calls? <laughs> so, oh. Oh. yeah, so that's fine. It's, yeah. you know, I'm just sense of urgency. So I've been adding more to my calendar than I normally would, but, you know, mm-hmm. they need help. And some of it I'll, I'll talk about here in our show. It relates to our topic, actually. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, we are busy. I, you know, I, I laugh when you talk about the pool area being kind of spooky. You know, I always think pools are spooky. I don't know what it is about pools, and maybe it's because they have crazy energy in them. I don't know. I would never have a pool in my backyard. Let's put it that way. Mm-mm. No, well, no, I wouldn't want one in my backyard. I, I even just in think they're spooky. I don't like pools, period. You know, if I'm I see- them, bring me to the lake or the ocean or whatever, but not a pool. 
I well, I'd rather like in a pool because you can see see yeah. what's in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a clean pool, I've seen some nasty pools. People yes. don't have to take care of them, and mm-hmm. there's no way I'm climbing in those. But yeah, I don't know. I don't like not seeing what's swimming around with me either. So yeah. you know, whatever. It's all I think right. pools in schools in or in buildings get a bad rap from all the horror movies. Oh there's yeah, a pool in but a horror movie, it's though. not going to be good. Not but good. They are spooky. I think they're spooky. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> we have a huge body of water in a building, right? Which I guess isn't natural. That's not natural, right? No. You know, to have a big body of water in right. a big internal structure. You know, big inside yeah. structure, man-made structure. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. And you know, it could be just the energy when people are swimming. There might be anxiety or yeah. I don't you know. know. I'm know. guessing some people, especially in a school, are they have to swim and they don't want to. And they know, don't want to. And, you know, I mean, because we had a pool. When I went to junior high, we had a pool there. And it was like what you were talking about, how the seating was up above. That's way Northeast Junior High was, too. And I remember it was, t- you know, you have to wear their swimsuits. And they were horrible swimsuits. I mean, just for that reason alone, it's like enough to hate it, right? I don't. they were like... Oh I just God. remember these swimsuits being like, they were like t-shirts that were just sh- sewn, you know, in the crotch area and every color represented a different size. So everybody knew what size you were And Okay. When you're 13, 14, 15, you don't want people to know what size you are. You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, you know, she's a 36 or whatever, you know? So yeah, there's just a whole lot of that stuff going on. You know, that sounds awful. <laughs> we did not do that at our school. I'm glad. Oh, oh God. You bring our and own they, suit. Well, and then you take showers and it's one big room with several shower heads, right? Okay. When you're 13, 14, 15, you're a little modest still, you know? And, oh, yeah. No, it was, <laughs> it was horrific, I thought. But. <laughs> yeah. It is not a fan. Oh, my gosh. So what is our topic this week, Heidi? So we were talking about this last month and, you know, thinking of some spookier topics for the Mm -hmm. Halloween season. And so we were talking about, uh, we were going to talk tonight about negative uh, hauntings and attachments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's when, when spirit kind of goes south, they get a little nastier than normal or a little harder to deal with than normal. So Mm -hmm. that's what we wanted to talk about tonight. And so just using some of our own experiences or our knowledge about this. And if anybody in the chat room or wherever you're listening, if you want to set up uh, a message through our Facebook page, Mm -hmm. let us know if you've ever had to deal with an attachment or you know of someone who has had to deal with an attachment or just a really negative, nasty haunting. Uh, We'd love to hear about it. We can share it on the air. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I know we've got a lot of good investigators here within our chat room. So Please, you know, if you if you remember some good ones, put them up because, you know, we've been doing I've been doing this for so long. I kind of forget. I kind of forget what we did, you know. So um, but are you thinking, though, that negative hauntings are necessarily demonic hauntings? No, no. I think they're just negative. They're just bad. You know, Yeah, just they're just like humans. You know, I mean, well, they could be human souls, but they don't have to be. But mm-hmm. it's just like people that you run into on a day-to-day basis. There's some really good ones. There's some kind of nasty ones. Mm-hmm. But rarely are going to run into the evil of the evil, right? Right. right. Yeah, That's just so rare. And I was actually talking about that in our, 
our paranormal investigating class that, you know, we were talking about the shows and how everything is demonic, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Oh. it's just not, <laughs> no. you just don't. No. You know, but they need to, they need to keep the show going. So if it stops being demonic, maybe it's not as interesting and they won't have a show anymore. People stop watching because they want the really dangerous, crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of sad because really, I would say less than 5% of all the cases I've ever been on have been anything demonic. You know what I mean? And maybe not even then. I know a few of them were definitely, you know, but, you know, most of the time they're just, I don't know, not nasty, nasty, but not demonic. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's, there have been a couple that, um, that, yeah, definitely I would say, I could feel pretty confident. I mean, how do you know for sure, right? Mm-hmm. You can say, I'm pretty sure that this is, mm-hmm. but still, you, there's no one that can say yes or no. There's yeah. nothing to, right? But, no. I mean, there's been a few of them. I find a lot of times, if it's demonic, they, I, I don't know if you've run across this a lot, but they they tend to involve like some weird, weird things that you just don't find in a even a bad haunting mm-hmm. where like there's um, bodily fluids being used. Oh. You know, like urine and excrement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, hear you. I hear you. You find yep. that in some of those. It, yep. You know, and you, it like manifests and, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's nasty. That and nasty. it happens. Yeah. You know, those are a couple of them that I've booked down. Like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, but thankfully, it doesn't happen that often. Because that's no. fun. Yeah. Those are those are, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, I specifically remember one, and I know I've talked about this here and there over the years, but we had a, we had a case that was out in western Minnesota in a very small town, I, to be honest with you, I can't even think of the name of the town now, it was like a little, if you blinked, you probably would miss it, you know, driving through, but that was, that was a pretty bad one, and I remember this house had a well in it, you know, it was mm-hmm. like, had a whole well room, you know, and it was like, I just remember some of the team, including Jerry, had been there once before, and then I went, and they said, okay, you go down there with the owner, we're not going to go with you, and I'm like, okay, oh my God, I got to the bottom of the stairs, and I was like, <gasps> I guess my my whole face must have said it all, because <laughs> that poor girl, she said, oh my just by looking at your face, I know this is super bad. And I'm like, get me out of here. You know what I mean? I mean, I could see like icky, stringy creatures hanging from the ceiling. And there was a, like a, like I said, there was a well room and there was this, the whole well and it was, it was sealed over, but it's there. Right. And then mm-hmm. right outside that wall was a cistern, you know, and they'd had like just, crazy things happening in there you know and it was just and we we did we went back for a we did the investigation and wow craziness and then we went back for a we did a cleansing and a clearing and we had a we had a cross and one of our investigators at the time was holding a crucifix and we did it i did it the um blessing way you know the christian way and the crucifix flew off the cross and clattered on the floor. And we have this all in video and it was never found again. It was just gone. You, you know, find what happened it? to it? No. And they moved out of there, but they, it was in a room that was probably, 
it was a smaller room in the basement. It was probably eight by eight, I think, you know, and no, they cleaned out that room. They looked through everything. The crucifix was never found. And it was just like some force had taken it off that cross and thrown it on the ground. And you can hear it clanking, you know, on the ground. And, and I remember our investigator said, well, what's that? What's going on? It's the cross. It's the Jesus that fell off the cross. And I'm like, just keep going. Just keep going. Here's me. Just keep going. We're going to, we're going to get through this. It's fine. But isn't that bizarre? Yeah. I mean, totally gone. And the owner followed us and she had a video camera. This is why we have it on video. And there was one time where I was like, I was putting crosses on the windows downstairs with holy water. And you hear this icky voice saying, get it away from me. I mean, you know, I mean, it was, that was, I think you have that, that probably, on audio. That was, yes. yes. You should get, put it up it here. Away. I know I didn't think about it till tonight, but, um, that was the one that I remember the most. And I, I think we did a great job. And I think, you know, they had a, because we did it in a whole bunch of different ways. Like I said, we did, I did the Christian version and then Jerry came in with the more Native American spirit. And then we all went together and we did it like a whole bunch of different ways to, to make sure it was clear. And it was. And so that was good. But yeah, this video afterwards was quite eye opening. And I remember Jerry sent it to, um, Reverend Schrader, remember him? I don't mm-hmm. know. We've never had him on our show, but he used to he used to be around, and he was like, "Wow, you know." He, in his opinion, he said, "You know, that was a high level demon, and that's amazing that Steph was able to hold it together and say, let's just, you know, let's just keep moving. It's fine. We're gonna we're gonna get through this.'" And then we also had it was like a, in one of the videos, it was something that kind of came out of our investigator's chest, and it was like whoa, upstairs, you know, it was just, I don't know. It was, that was a weird case, I got to say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that is now. Now she moved out. The gal that was in there with her children moved out. And um, I believe her stepmother still has it. And she was actually asking for some spirit to come back there, to what? come back. And I think, you know, I think, she started it all up again and she was asking oh these gosh. spirits to come back right and i mean they were ishy heidi they were like oily things hanging from the ceiling you know and um and then she had called i believe she called a few years later and asked if we'd come down there and jerry said you know we told you how to keep this at bay and you've asked for it to return you know <laughs> And, you know, it was crazy. And I don't know if she's still living there or, or what happened in the end. But, yeah, that was a crazy case. Wow. When I think about right. it now, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. But anyway. I just don't understand why someone would want that back. I, why is right. I mean, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, and maybe there isn't, um, you know, maybe that's something mm-hmm. that they're, you know, you think about attachments, Right. Right. And, you know, that's part of what we're talking about tonight. And some people, whether it's a, if it's a, usually there isn't a good attachment, right? I mean, in this way, you know, we, if you have some kind of negative attachment, sometimes that's, it's like any relationship, a bad relationship better than no relationship, right? Yes, yes, I guess, right? You know, that's too bad. And there's um, definitely some healing that needs to happen for people that are not. I agree be there in that place but I would imagine maybe something like that is going on then because you would feel uh, when I work with people who were working on 
their empath abilities and you know it's too much sometimes it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so as we're working on it and they're clearing it out and becoming more and more centered they freak out because they're like well I feel empty and I'm like Mm. no no that's normal Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're not used Mm -hmm. to that though Mm -hmm. and so they all almost want to fill it back up again with the junk just because that that's their normal yeah and so maybe um you know someone yeah is just that's their normal I do think that happens. I do think that happens a lot. And Jerry, feel free to pipe in with what happened to those people in that house because I think that I think because I I had left Sim for a couple of years to really work on squatchers, and I kind of think that whatever happened happened in those couple of years, you know. So I don't really remember exactly how it all happened, but yeah, craziness. Yeah, we do have it all on video, audio. Um, it's quite an amazing piece of material that's for sure but that's wild mm -hmm. but yeah Mm. that was one of the uglier ones that I remember for sure how about you yeah you know we've had uh, some well I think of a lot of the cases that we worked that something bad was happening you know that there was one that um, we were doing it was up in Sock Rapids I think and there's a lot of granite up there, right? Oh, yeah. Under the ground. So it was just, and it was one after the other. As soon as someone heard that someone else had an investigation, it was just like our number just kept getting passed from one Mm -hmm. house to the next, right? And I remember there was one where she had, I think, four kids, and it was just messing with the kids. It was just picking Mm -hmm. on the kids, and it was terrible. Um, It's just negative, you know, just because it can. And I had a dream a couple of nights before the investigation and I was dreaming that and it was one of those dreams where you think you're awake because I'm laying Mm -hmm. in bed Mm -hmm. even though I was dreaming I was laying in bed and I'm laying there like why am I awake like this just all of a sudden and something grabs my feet drags me out of bed and then drags me down the hall you know one of those like horror Mm -hmm. story kind of things yeah and as I was getting dragged down the hall I woke up and I was in my bed but I could feel like this pressure on my feet and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's terrifying. You know, like, I wonder if this is connected to that upcoming investigation. I felt like it was. And we get there and we find out that that had actually happened to one of the kids, littler kids. He got dragged out of bed and he wouldn't sleep in that room. And they didn't know because they couldn't afford to move. Mm -hmm. It was an old house. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they loved the house, but there was something that was getting stirred up. Um, And so they had to figure out how to, you know, let's get this cleared and get him into, you know, switch rooms and stuff and get him back to a place where he could feel safe again, this this Mm -hmm. little boy. And it was very, uh, it was, it took them a long time, but we got that figured out once we were there. We figured out who it was and there were other spirits there that were helpful. And so Mm -hmm. they actually helped us move the other one out. And so that was good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, negative spirits, negative hauntings. I mean, it's really a scary thing. Mm. Um, I had another one that I can tell quick before our our break here. Uh, This was down south of the cities. I don't remember how far away it was. And anyway, I got a call that their daughter, uh, two-year-old, had been sleeping in her crib and she was getting ready to transition to a toddler bed, right? But mm-hmm. at one point in her, you know, they're thinking about toddler bed and she has her own room and um, she just, she would scream 
at the top of her lungs in the middle of the night and they'd have to go get her and they couldn't figure out what was going on. Mm. So they had uh, set, they did set up a video camera to, because this is before they had, I don't know, the kid, you know, the mm-hmm. whatever they are. Mm-hmm. So they set up a video camera just to see like, is something like, is she getting her leg caught in the, in the crib, you know, or what's happening? Why is she screaming like this? And all they could see at one end of the bed was this like mist would come in and she'd stand there and she'd scream and point at this mist. And so they were like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Like, this is no way, like there's no way that we're going to figure this out. So I ended up getting the call. I went down there. I was just by myself. I I just Mm -hmm. went down to do a clearing and I don't, didn't feel like I needed an investigation to stir it up. I'm like, I just need her to get out. This, yes. Because I could tell yes. it was a woman. Mm-hmm. And so when I was down there, I it was a woman who was like, she wanted this, this child. And oh. she was trying to figure out how to to take her, I guess. Oh. I don't know what she was going to do with oh, her. Oh, that's terrifying, uh, isn't it? Yeah. And so this this little girl was terrified they only had two bedrooms so there's nowhere else that she's going to be able to go to sleep mm-hmm. and um so i went down there and i i was doing the clearing and i had this woman come up behind me and say in my ear get out <laughs> and i Ooh. i'm like okay and yeah. i just kept my cool and kept going which now i don't do clearings by myself Ooh. anymore yeah this was a long time ago and uh but there you know it it just it sent pins and needles up my spine just having that I could feel the breath on my on my neck mm-hmm. you know and she mm-hmm. was right there she just said get out and I'm like get no out. I'm not leaving you're leaving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think I had to go twice because she was she was a pain yeah. but I went when I went back the second time it was one of those that you have to let it settle and then you go back and you do the second round yeah and I went back with a little teddy bear that I had done some blessings with and I brought it to the little girl and I when I did the clearing I brought her the teddy bear the second time and I said, this is your protector and you're, you keep this with you and you're going to be safe and mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have to worry again. And the mom emailed me, I don't know, like three or four days later and said, it's night and day difference. She sleeps in her crib. She doesn't have any problems, never screams and cries. She just goes right to bed. She's got her little teddy bear. She feels safe. And we're on board again with trying to get a toddler bed and get her set up with her little room. And it's great. So Good. yeah. So that was that was fun, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's always so get it good fixed. It wasn't fun that it happened for sure. Yeah. Oh wow. Cool. Oh, all right. Well, we are thirty-one minutes past the hour, so we are going to commercial break. This is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para X Radio Network. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. Hey Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and woolly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and woolly Wednesday show? <laughs> well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen since the calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. 
Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we're talking about attachments and negative hauntings this dark October evening. (laughs) (laughs) And we've had some good stories so far. And anyone in the chat room, if you've got a story about uh, an attachment or negative haunting, even if it wasn't yours, if it's someone you know, everybody likes to talk about someone else, right? They don't always talk about themselves, but when it comes to this kind of stuff anyway. But if you know of anybody or a situation, definitely share it with us in the chat room. We'd love to share it on the air here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, Jerry, so I didn't see these messages, but Jerry said that 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 case that I was talking about, um, she was calling back the spirit of her dead husband, right? So whatever. And then um, the stepmother sold the house because her dad died and she moved to Texas. So I said, oh, I wonder if the house is active still because she called them all back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wonder if we'll getting, be getting another call at some point. Interesting. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I'm sorry. If you start calling things back, you get to deal with it. Like I'm That's not, right. you know, I, I go to do clearings for people and yeah. you, you show them how to keep it clear. You know, you yes, don't, you don't absolutely. want this stuff back. There's a reason you're there in the first place. They don't like mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to keep doing things to mm-hmm. mess up the energy or call things back in, I'm not going to keep going out and fixing it. See, that's you know, kind of what we you said. You did this. You fix it then. You you want this. You got it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, they know better and they're doing it. Um, and that's yeah. happened where I, I had a a clearing that they had caught some stuff on camera. They were doing some renovations and they had caught some activity on camera. And I I told them I said we have to stop filming. You have to stop taking pictures. Stop all that. Quit trying to look for yes. I said yes. I understand that you wanted to prove it was happening, but mm-hmm. I get it. It's happening. So quit taking the photos. And we went over, did the investigation and the clearing, and I said, no more photos, no more this, only do this, do this, do it, whatever. And she emails me and said, oh, I've got to send you these pictures. I said, are these from before we were there or after? And she mm-hmm. said, well, after. And I said, okay, then why? I told you not to. And, of course, the activity was stirring back up again. Yes. And they weren't doing anything that we said. So we went out there one more time, and I said, this is it. This is the last time you have to stop doing xyz yeah and oh yeah yeah we'll we'll stop we won't do it anymore okay fine i didn't believe her and i told her when we were there i said here's the deal this is stuff that is concerning to you but 
you haven't been hurt yet. I said, what if you start getting hurt or your child starts getting hurt? Like when, when is it time to stop in your eyes? Because mm-hmm. in my eyes, it's already been time. This is mm-hmm. enough. You know, you've mm-hmm. been scared and that for me is enough. Yeah. But you don't know where spirit could go. You don't know how dangerous this could get. So why risk it, especially if you have a kid in the house? Well, yeah. And you should, oh, yeah, no, I don't. I said, can you imagine if something was crawling up the bed, going to yeah. get to you and pinned you down or trying yeah. to strangle you? Go, what if something like that happened? What would you do? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I said, well, that could happen. It could That's happen. the kind of stuff that could happen, right? Yes. And she didn't uh, believe me. They kept doing it. And li- I mean, literally a month mm-hmm. later, we're getting the same email with worse. It's worse. And she's really freaked out. And I said, well, I told you not to. Mm-hmm. So now what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I told you not to. I said, it's mm-hmm. going to get worse. You didn't listen to me. Mm-hmm. So we did go out and do the clearing only because they have a kid. Mm-hmm. And I said, no more. We're not doing mm-hmm. it. Right. So right. we didn't go out after that, and I don't. They didn't contact us either. So hopefully they stopped. But I just have a feeling that they couldn't. They didn't seem like the kind that would want to stop. Like once that once the activity dies down, you kind of like after you watch a scary movie, you're kind of freaked out. But after you haven't seen it for a while, it's like, oh, that wasn't so bad, you know. Mm-hmm. So you start messing around and watching scary movies again. So I think that was kind of how they were. Is you know once they got away from that energy enough that there's like, oh, it's no big deal. And then they started doing it again, and I don't know. They, she didn't yeah. contact me though, because I I wasn't having it. Well, and you know that that we just had a case this summer, and I think I talked about it on here a little bit because I was so perplexed because it was a couple, and they lived down south just a little ways, and um, the three girls, it was Mariah and I and Katie, went and did an investigation, and you know there was activity, but this guy was totally fascinated with this, right? Whatever it was, this negative entity was all over him and his poor wife was scared to death and this guy was constantly taking pictures taking video he just loved it he just loved it but at the same time he was scared right and so we went back to do the clearing and and it was jerry and i and mariah and you know i just had this conversation with him mariah and i both and we did that we did that night too of the investigation we said you know we think this haunting is around you and it's because you are just you know, you love this. You love this for whatever reason. You're scared to death of it, but yet you want them to stay. So you're constantly egging them on and taking pictures and doing videos and you got to stop. You just, and his poor wife is like scared to death. Right. And she's like, yes, yes, we're going to stop. And then we went out and we, we did this cleansing and, and I think they've been fine since Jerry, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think maybe he listened this time, but yeah, it was like, stop, 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 stop. You need to stop. Just let it go now, you know, for your wife's sake, if for nobody else's sake, you know what I mean? Because she was terrified. She came in. I tell you what. So when we went out there to do the investigation, he had went to pick her up because she was working and she came back and she said, I can't believe you three girls were in there with no lights on. You know, they were, they stayed in the garage or whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah. Oh my God. I never, we always have lights on because it's terrifying in there. And I'm like, well. You know, it's like that. It was just not right. You know, it's yeah. just, oh. Yeah, we had a case. This was, this was a long time ago. This was over 10, 12 years ago. And yeah, because we've been investigating since 2008. So this was probably, mm-hmm. yeah, 2010. So, and we went, it was somewhere in Fridley and it was a house and there were th- mm-hmm two or three teenage boys and they were just freaked oh. out. They were 
sleeping in the basement. They had their bedrooms and they had kind of a makeshift, you know, communal bedroom. They were all kind of hanging out together. They're real close in age. They might have been yeah. either there was twins or triplets, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, right. they were really close in age and they are, were all together down in this room and they had kind of some dividers up, but really they were together and there was someone and they are like, it feels like a female and she comes here at night and she's messing with us. Like she's, you know, touching her arm or holding her hand or trying to sit down on the bed. Mm-hmm. And they just, they're like, we could feel it's a female. Mm-hmm. Like we just know it's a female. And, you know, these are teenage boys that, you know, are 14, 15 years old. And she was not leaving. Mm-hmm. She, she liked them. Of course. She really liked them. And so yeah. she was there for them. And she wasn't going to leave. And she was mad as heck when she knew we were coming. So mm. she started. I remember they had this weird lamp down in the basement that was like a ceramic lamp. But it was kind of textured, mm-hmm. texture on it. And so before she started getting really active before we came, even more than just touching them, she'd make these this awful scratching noise on this lamp. She'd use her nails, like somehow. How do you do that when you don't have a physical body, right? That's how much energy she had. Yeah. And she would scratch on this lamp. Scratch, scratch, scratch. So they'd listen to this all night. She was mad. And she actually came to me, like, I don't know, two nights before. Because sometimes they do. They come Mm -hmm. to you because they try to scare you from, to Mm -hmm. keep you from coming. Mm -hmm. And so she came to me like two nights or so before um, the investigation or the clearing. And we, I just told her, I said, here's the deal. You leave. Why don't you leave now and save us all the trouble? And I sat up in bed and I looked at her. She's sta- standing at the end of the bed, trying to make herself look as disgusting as possible. <laughs> you know, yeah. she was, she looked like some, um, she'd been in the bottom of a lake for a month, you know, just mm-hmm. rotten and mm-hmm. decayed and whatever. Gross, and I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. I'm like, really? Don't do that. Yeah. Go, go away. Why don't you go where you need to go and get some healing? And mm-hmm. she wasn't having it. She just went and caused a ruckus back at their house. And she was throwing things and causing, you know, ripping things down off the walls and ripping down curtains. And, oh, she was having a fit. And because uh, she she knew we were going to get rid of her. She just mm-hmm. knew it. So, and we did. We ended up, and getting rid of her, I, hate, I don't want it to sound negative. No, like she goes no. somewhere that she's going to get help. Like that's yes. the thing. We want yeah. her to go somewhere she's going to get help. So mm-hmm. that's what we ended up being able to do is help guide her to a place where she could be, you know, kind of, you know, turned over to her guides and they could take her where she needs to go. And, yeah. uh, but boy, was she mad. <laughs> and that yeah. scratching oh. noise was terrible. It was so creepy. Oh my oh. gosh. Gross. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, we've, you know, we've had some scary ones too. And I, I know Jerry was reminding me of one that we had. Um, it was a, it was a, it was a residence up in Anoka and, you know, Anoka is crazy mm-hmm. active. And this one was, it was a house and these people left the door open. They went on vacation and said, please come in and do something with our house because it's scary. And I mean, it was really a strange house. They had like, you know, like skulls and demonic stuff all over the place and I'm not sure if it was demonic or if it was just nasty entities not really sure but the people who had lived there before we did research and what they had complained to us about was that um, their little girl had something that was terrorizing her you know and they said 
you know, this kid would run out in the middle of the night, you know, and, and something was pulling at her. And so we talked, we talked to the people who used to live there and same thing happened to their little one. Um, and this, she lived, she had the same room and she was terrorized by something in the middle of the night and she'd run across the yard and jump in the rum river, you know, and her dad would, you know, get her. And so she was, you know, she didn't die, but they did move out. But I mean, the entities there were just, our newest investigator was with us. I remember and she quit. She was like, I'm done. And I remember even saying, I didn't sign up for this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> this was like early on. This was like, we'd probably been doing this a couple of years. You know what I mean? It was crazy. I just remember being, you know, I, we had these, whatever they were presence, you know, the, the spirits or entities and they were touched, they were touching my leg and then they were touching, you know, my shoulder and then they were touching our poor investigator all over too. It was like, it was like, icky touching you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah you're a dirty old man you know what i mean it was gross but yeah not good i was so in the chat room cat had asked a while back and i think we kind of missed this one she said how do these get you know how do people get attachments in the first place and you know really uh what i have seen uh, in some of these that i've talked about with like the two-year-old kid and these teenagers Mm -hmm. is the energies in ways that we just probably can't understand, at least in our human form, we're having trouble with how does this line up. But energetically, there's a connection that's made. And a lot of times, it, what I have seen, it's when, especially when kids are involved, like these teenagers, these boys, and then this little girl, is age. Mm-hmm. They hit a certain age, and it's like something clicks energetically and mm-hmm. calls in something or someone that also lines up with that age of those kids. You know, so this young young gal who was infatuated with these teenage boys, she wasn't much older than them mm-hmm. when she passed. And it was an accident, and I you know, don't know exactly what happened, but she was she was drawn to them because they had clicked into some kind of energetic realm that matched her in Mm -hmm. some way and not Mm -hmm. on a, you know, I mean, she was clearly in need of help and, and healing, but energetically something lined up when they hit the certain age and she was drawn to them. And same thing with this, this woman was Mm -hmm. drawn to this two-year-old. It's like something happened Mm -hmm. when she reached a certain age that, you know, this Mm -hmm. woman might've lost a child at that age or, you know, something else was happening that drew her in. And she was like, now they're connected. Mm-hmm. And once something is connected, it's really hard sometimes when they don't understand what's going on, the, the entity or the spirit, right? If they're they're so fixated or they don't understand that there's something better for them that yeah. they just can't let go. Yeah, it's true. So that's one of the things. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but that's one of them. Um, yeah, that's one of them that I'm, you know, because those are a couple of stories that I talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons, mm-hmm. but it's like mm-hmm. the energy has to line up or, you know, there's something there already. I mean, that's right. more common too, right. is there's just something there and you move in and you don't realize it's there yeah, well, or, like or it's always there. grabbing these little girls, but it was in the same bedroom. So I wonder if it would have been anybody else that would have stayed in that bedroom if they would have had the same experience. And I mean, I think right. this dad said that, I mean... 
this kid was being pulled by something unseen and he had to pull her back. I mean, that's pretty wild too, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was obsessed with kind of all the whole paranormal shows and stuff too, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I don't know what was, that was crazy. So I'm, yeah, there's just lots of, lots of stuff out there, you know? There is. Yeah. It's, I'm thinking of all the different cases and things. I know. Wow. There's so many. And you know, attachments. Oh, here's something that came up this week. This kind of irritates me. Mm. Or it was last week where I had a client that came in. She emailed me, um, new client. She, I hadn't seen her before, but she was referred to me and she said, I need help. I've been, I've had just, you know, online presence, social media, whatever. And random people will comment when they see a post or I comment on my kids post and then they'll see my comments and then they'll comment to me you're surrounded by dark energy, you have a negative attachment, you need to get that dealt with, like ASAP. It's really bad. She goes, it it happens often enough that I'm wondering like what's wrong and I need to figure this out. And I was referred to you because my friend trusts you and so I said you should talk to her. And I said, okay, well, come on in. So we met, um, it might have been yesterday, I can't remember. Such a blur this month. Mm -hmm. And so I was tuning into her energy and I said, okay, I see what they're talking about but it's not a negative energy attachment in that way. It's actually, I said, it looks, no offense, but it looks like your family of origin, like your family that you grew up with, mm-hmm. your your parents or siblings or whatever, grandparents, I don't know who. I said, but you have some dark stuff going on in your family, but they're not spirit attachments. They're attached to you through human connection. They're mm-hmm. your relatives. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know, good, like goodness. Goodness. And she, she just started like laugh crying because she's like, my family's a mess. It's a huge mess. And there's tons of just negativity and mental illness and all these. And they're just, they talk about curses and spells and they want certain people to die. So other people will live. It's, it's really intense. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. I said, well, you don't have a negative attachment, but I can understand where someone who's just intuitive enough would see that and say, oh my gosh, you have a lot of attachments. Mm-hmm. You need to get help. You're in danger or whatever. And um, because they just, they can't see far enough as right. to what is really going on, which is, you know, when someone is giving out unsolicited intuitive feedback, mm-hmm. I always wonder about that. You know, you're Don't not, you? I didn't ask anyone and here you're offering it just yeah. because you see something or think you see something. And I said, that's the equivalent of someone that's standing right up next to something that's black and furry. It's fur and black. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's a bear. We're going to die. Yeah. And if you back up far far enough, you'll see it's a cute little panda teddy bear, like a stuffed animal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you're just not getting the whole picture. And so um, I said, I told this lady, I said, you don't have an attachment. You're fine. You're actually doing a good job of setting up personal boundaries so that you don't get affected by this as much as you probably could. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, and then she said, and this is what really kind of irks me is she said there was another person that gave her that same deal said, you're really surrounded by negative energy. You should see someone to get that fixed, you, you know, to get that taken care of. And the gal said, well, I've, I've gotten a referral for a Reiki person. And she's like, well, I do it and I could do it better remotely. Oh, so you should see me. Red flags all over. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, well, cool. If that's who resonates with you, you should see that person. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who it is as long as they resonate. But I'm always suspicious of someone who points out something that's wrong with you and then says they're the mm-hmm. only one that can fix it. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me mm-hmm. a little suspicious and a little oh. irritated because it's unsolicited, you know, yeah. 
red flags all over information. So, but yeah. So that was just this week. I was I was thinking about that when about our show coming up. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, that's a, here. Here's some attachment yes. that's not really an attachment. It's just someone's perspective of it, yeah. which isn't accurate. Crazy. Yeah. Well, it is the month, right? But the, but there are people like that all over the Haiti, right? And there's a fraud. You know, they're just fraud. A lot of them are fraudulent. I think, you know, yeah. or psychics that demand a thousand dollars or something, you know, and then you have to buy a thousand dollars worth of special candles and whatever, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was there was actually a case here in Minnesota. This gal's in big trouble for That's doing good. that. Good. Yeah. And she was she was taking advantage of people who were uh, compromised. Mm-hmm. And I think I heard about buy, that. Yeah. Yeah. Having them buy lots of stuff and actually going to the bank with them. Yeah. Oh, heard, yeah. That's gross. I read that. She's that's going to the gross. bank with them to have them take money oh. out. I'm like, what are you doing? You can't do that. No. That's terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there, but you you Ugh. can't, like, you have to be careful if everything is going okay or it's not too bad. And then someone comes at you and says, oh my gosh, it's awful. You got to be careful and I'm going to fix it and whatever. You just be, mm-hmm. you know, mindful of it and, and really Absolutely. look into your own energy and feel like, is it really, does that feel right? Does that feel truthful? So help yourself out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Always be careful. Be careful about what people tell you and who's. um, We're trying to catch up in the chat room. I know. Sorry. Radio. We're both looking, reading. (laughs) Like, what did did we miss? I think there's like a side uh, conversation going on here. Um, I know. know. And and Jerry said something, and I was worried about you. I messaged you because I worried about you. Me? Are you talking about me, Jerry? <laughs> um, and then Spooktastic said you, you have to pay the psychic to fix it with Apple gift cards. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. That's a big red flag, right? Yeah. Or okay. anything that is out of the ordinary. I mean, it's whatever. I don't know. You just have to be careful if you're working with people who say you have attachments. Oh, yeah. And just, you have to know if something is different. I mean, if nothing yeah. is different, you're probably, there's nothing going on, no. you know, but you could get yourself freaked out thinking, well, they said it and they say they're a psychic, so they're probably right. It's like, no, not necessarily. So just mm-hmm. feel into your energy. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. Absolutely. You're the best one to figure it out, really. Um, speaking of Jerry, so tomorrow night, we just had valentina on our show a few weeks ago and she's going to be on the calling tomorrow night so tune in to listen to miss b on the calling at 8 p.m eastern right here on the para x radio network so that'll be a fun show um okay oh cat okay good (laughs) i was gonna say me all right so there's a lot going on in the chat room here there is and a lot going on outside my window. I have lightning and everything oh, happening you do. here. Oh, oh yeah. Well, so it's good period. October weather. Big lightning yeah. storm happening yeah. here and rain coming through. So oh, I hope we get some. I hope, I hope. It doesn't hope. look like it's heading your way. I hate oh, of to course tell you. not. You get it all. And we're just so dry down here. You I know. know. I walked I'm the sorry. woods There's a here and it's like the poor plants are just dying. They have no water. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's just hurtful. Well, sorry. I'm glad to get it though. We'll take it. Uh, well, maybe it'll come down here. Really? It says, <laughs> I'm hoping. Pray. You know. You might get a little something, but it doesn't look do like a rain it's Not that this is our weather report. Sorry about that, everybody. I'm, no. I'm just looking at this cool <laughs> lightning outside because it's dark out. And it's like, wow, this is neat. 
So we haven't had uh, rain for a while. Oh, and Amy, she's a little bit further north of us. She said she's getting hail. So, yeah, well, hopefully we don't get that. Mm, um, hail's not good. It's not, hail's not fun. But I would like rain, a lot of rain, or even just a little bit, just to give some, give them a little bit of a drink, you know? Oh, my gosh. So, well, wow, what a fun, what a fun subject this has been. And, yeah, we've both worked on some serious cases, you know, that have been kind of, you know, stuff. Yeah. Negative. Yeah. I was looking for that word, negative. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of negative. Yeah. Actually, we've had a lot more serious ones that I've talked about tonight, but mm-hmm. those are just some of the ones that I probably have, the cases I haven't talked about for a while, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. And we do, we, um, we get those. You know, and but the attachment ones, and like we were talking about the people that just want to keep them hanging around, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever reason, but I sure hope, I sure hope we got through to our guy, Jerry. Let me know if he, if, if they have talked to you since all that happened. That was a long time ago, though, so I'm guessing maybe they're okay because I would have heard. Um, but yeah, hopefully they figured it out and he's not doing that because that poor wife, he, she was just scared to death. That's not cool to do that to your spouse. I'm, I'm just saying that's yeah, I know it's just not okay. Right? I mean, to never go to always keep lights on in your house because you're scared. I mean, she was just totally mortified to think that the three of us were in there with no lights on. I'm like, oh, it's okay, you know. (laughs) Well, and it's one of your family members that's doing it. Like that's not that's not right. I know. I know. And that's what that's what I told him. I said, you can't keep terrifying your wife. Even if you think this is cool and you love all the shows, delete it all from your phone. Don't set up those cameras anymore and let it go. Let it go now. We did a great job. We cleansed it. They're gone. Keep it gone, you know? So anyway, goodness. Well, and there Good we show. go. Yeah, it was a good show. It was very fun. Very fun. And so, yeah. And it's October. It is. <laughs> Troublesome so, Tuesday. Next week, what do we have going on? We have Team Tuesday. And That's we cute. have one of the teams in the Parrot Connection. We, we're going to have Search for Spirits on the show next week. So it'll be super fun. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm excited to have a group on next yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. next week mm-hmm. and then the following week is our halloween show it is the 25th i believe yeah and we're gonna we're gonna be live in the studio yeah and we're gonna set up a few i'll have a few of the haunted items there mm-hmm. and so we'll do our show from the studio mm-hmm. so that'll be fun it's gonna be super fun well cool beans well thanks for listening everyone this was fun to spend part of your two Thank you for spending part of your Tuesday with us. And to all the troops out there, please be safe. And thank you so much for your service. Yes, we do appreciate you. And we appreciate everybody in the chat room tonight with all your comments and uh, second uh, topic streaming that you had going on there. It's all good. Love having you here with us and everybody out there, wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in. Para X. Thank you for hosting us. We love being here every week. And Sarge, our most amazing producer, thank you so much for keeping us all together. Have a great week, everyone. Good night.